Hello, podcast world. Welcome to Vicarious Living, a show about a couple Midwest dudes breaking down all the beauty that is teen drama TV. Welcome to Vicarious Living. Welcome back to the podcast. We have two big time guests coming onto the pod. One is a seasoned OG veteran who's been on many times. And the other coming in fresh is a virgin ready to pop that podcast. Cherry, Lauren and Corey S. Corey, say hello to the podcast kids. I'm going to take this time to apologize for my wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So why don't we just start off with that? Let's just start off with some questions. What is it like being married to this? She's always one-upping me. Right. Yeah. Very, very strong, very dominating. Would you Almost say- emasculating. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say... Would you see that she's the alpha to your beta, or do you consider yourself just a quiet alpha in this relationship? I'm a quiet alpha. He's a quiet alpha. He's a beta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, another intro question for Corey. We talked a lot about Eskimos situations. Yes. And why you like Gossip Girl is the Eskimo situation. So if you want to use that. Well, the whole premise of Gossip Girl is that Everyone is an Eskimo brother or an Eskimo sister. Everyone has fucked everybody, so everyone's been in that hole and everyone's taken that yeah. hole. Everyone knows what go. everyone's dicks look like. Yeah, exactly. If you put them in a lineup, they could pick out each person's dick. Right, yeah. What do we think Dan's dick looks like, if we had to guess? Tiny. Tiny dick on Dan? No, no. I think average. Average? Yeah. Okay, not packing any heat, but you know, just run of the mill dick. Nice, yeah. nice yeah, cock. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. curve anyway, but like by any means, there's no just... strong features to it. It's just very basic. It yeah, gets the job it, done. It does justice. It's not like it does overwhelming stuff to you, where it's just like, <laughs> oh yeah, baby, right another. Mm. But it's like you know. I'll take it maybe one more time. If we had to guess, who do we think of the dudes in Gossip Girl has the biggest dick? Chuck. <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. But here, here's the thing, though. I wouldn't sleep on Nate, honestly, because the tall, like skinny, lanky dudes. I think Nate is, he's not super tall, but he's like 6'2", lanky. I'm going to throw a curveball in here. Oh. Rufus. Has the biggest dick. Rufus Humphrey? Yeah. That poor me. I'm going to go with Eric. No, no. No, I'm not even going to let you say Eric. <laughs> I think it's a given that Eric has the tiniest dick. Uh, not only in this show, but every single TV show on television. He's got the tiniest dick of all. Of all the show's dicks. <laughs> Combined? 
I don't know how my initial question of asking Corey what his favorite TV show is <laughs> turned into everyone's dicks <laughs> dick lineup. <laughs> Comparing dicks. It's pretty typical, though, of any conversation I've had at this house. So, Cor- Chuck, though, to get back to his dick for a second, I just want to say Chuck is only like 5'8 in real life. So... I just want to give that as context of like, I know we immediately say Chuck because of like how much of a badass he is in the show, but like, just know he's not. I had no idea. Like, so, so for instance, Nate is probably like six, two and lanky. And that's why I was thinking maybe Nate realistically has the biggest dick in just the show. Just because he's tall doesn't mean he has that that's big true. dick. I know. I go to it the lankiness. short guy who's just packing a huge rager. You don't know. So, Eric could literally have the no. biggest dick on the entire show. It's not Eric. We know it's Eric. I you look, love Eric so much. I just want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Come I'm going to shit on Eric so aggressively in a little bit. <laughs> I know. I know everybody shits on Eric, but like I I just want to, you know, say that there could be like a 1% chance that he could have the biggest dick. Do you think Eric frosts his pube patch? Oh, 100%. That's not even a 1%. That's 100%. So he dies at Blonde downstairs. Uh, Yeah. Well, I kind of respect that, though, to be honest. Like a guy... Do you frost your tips? Down, downstairs? Yeah. I mean, I haven't lately, but I definitely did like back in 1998, 2000. You range, had pubes when that was cool. Yeah, two. Couple. couple. Two or three. Couple oh, pubes. Wow. That's probably why it was <laughs> I so easy. The tips on both. <laughs> okay, let me let's get in. Let's get off dicks. Let me first give some housekeeping for this podcast. Lauren, oh. do you know our contact information for the kids? Vicarious Living Pod at gmail or Vicarious Living Podcast on Instagram. Thank you so much for giving that out. That was it. Perfectly done. And go to the gram for all of our swag situations. Kids, you'll love them. Um, okay, should we get people caught up? What has happened in the show from where we left off in part four of the podcast to where this final part five Gossip Girl podcast is going to take place? Where do we start, Brian? We start with Georgina Sparks is back. She's in the picture. She sucks. She's here to fuck shit up. Should we get into all of her shit? Well, besides the fact that uh, I'm pretty sure everybody in this room fucking hates Georgina and she could go suck a fucking fat dick. But you do find out that G equals Georgina Sparks. (laughs) Corey, what are your thoughts on Georgina Sparks? Well, she sucks, obviously. She sucks, yeah. But... you literally wrote the notes. <laughs> yeah. Georgina, Georgina equals sucks. Yeah, she's terrible. So why do you hate her so much? All personality driven, or is there some looks being driven into this as well? No, it's 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 even it's more than that. It's the the character itself is just so basic and just annoying. She sucks. Yeah, it's terrible. How do you feel about her just solely on a looks department though? Zero out of ten. Mm, Zero. She, she peaked in Eurotrip. Yeah, good good point. So we were talking about that. Michelle Trachtenberg, who plays Georgina Sparks, she was in All That when she was really young. Where she young. completely <laughs> forgot about till you reminded me. Yeah. Then she did Harriet the Spy. Great film. Where she sucked. Where she did suck, but I love <laughs> She went that. downhill. Love that movie. And then Eurotrip, she like fully came into her own as like, oh shit, Michelle Trachtenberg is the bikini hot? shot. The bikini shot. The slow mo bikini shot. Yeah. At the Let's nude face beach. It, yes. 
That was the, her only redeeming quality because God knows they weren't looking at her face. What so I- with all this bashing, I'm actually, Corey, you're going to get to see how the sausage is made on this podcast because I'm going to go real early and often into this week's M-C-I-T-W. Corey, for your reference, that is the Marissa Super's Cooper. the worst. That Lauren's is brought help. to you by Wicklow where oh M-W-I-C-K-L-O-W. That is where... Be for an explorer. Get all your outdoor gear. Wicklowware.com. Type in the promo code VL at checkout. Get 10% off of your order. Kids, slide into our DMs with either dick pics or requests for our swag, and you will get it. $30 on the baseball tees, $20 on tanks, $40 on the hooded sweatshirts. Get at us, kids. It goes to Georgina Sparks this week. She fucking sucks. For all the reasons that we just mentioned, she sucks. We also need to catch people up. What's the shitstorm that she brought upon the entire cast? right before this final season one episode so she essentially made serena believe that she killed a dude by snorting cocaine then georgina goes hey let's not call 911 this happens in the episode prior to the finale everyone's blacked out georgina and this guy decide hey we're gonna Mm -hmm. bring serena who's also blacked out up into this hotel room where we have a video camera secretly like stashed And then the guy is just going to full-on rape Serena while everyone's blacked out. Georgina's cool with it. They're all filming it. And then after they do a whole bunch of cocaine to get more fucked up and this guy's about to go rape Serena, he ODs. Yeah, that's about right. And fucking dies. Yeah. And so at that point, Serena's like, oh, my God, I'm the reason why he's dead. And on top of it, how does she not know she's being filmed? I mean, I'm sorry, but, like, how it looked like they placed the camera, it was, like, on the top of a fucking table. It was almost... She was fucked up, though. She was she so fucked, yeah. She I was don't so care. fucked up. How drunk am I? Back when this actually fucking happened. So this is, like, what, probably 2008? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a fucking camcorder. Yeah, it's a it's a full-on, like, VHS big recording camera situation. Yeah, it's not like it's fucking small. Bitch better be seeing it, otherwise... Homegirl needs glasses. So Georgina is the one who like essentially is just going to hold that videotape over Serena's head forever and like blackmail the shit out of her and say like, Serena, whenever you start like getting shitty with me, I'm just always going to have this like fucking thing holding over your head. Like I, you killed a guy. You killed a guy. Well, it wasn't like that originally. It was supposed to be just a sex tape. Yeah. Supposed to be a sex tape. And now it's like a a murder. murder Yeah. Which, again, even if you watch the tape, it doesn't look like a fucking murder tape. It no. It's like a sex tape gone wrong. That's just one of those classic, like, and I'm sure you guys have both had this, when um, you're a teen and you, like, you use... Sex tapes. Yeah, you're making a bunch of sex tapes. <laughs> when you're a teen and something bad happens and you your rationale to, like, oh, shit. Obviously, I cannot get yelled at by my dad, so, like, I need to I need to cover this up. So, Corey, did you make sex tapes? Is that what you're telling me All by this? All the time. <laughs> How many sex that, was a, that was a weekend thing for me. How many sex tapes do you guys have out there right now currently? Only 20. Yeah, I was going to say a couple. Thousand. In this marriage, or is there 20 outside of the marriage? Oh, only 20 inside this marriage. Cool. Hey, that's cool. Respectable. It's only DP. Okay. <laughs> it's, only, it's only when you invite 
another dude over to double penetrate you is to, to I was clarify. just gonna say deep penetration but yeah we could also no, go with what deep Corey jump in Corey jump in DP does not stand for deep penetration yeah. wow wow <laughs> obviously I've not seen enough porn I was gonna take all that part out but just watching Lauren fuck up what DP means I think I'm gonna have to keep it in that's an embarrassment that's I'm ashamed of you uh, I'm yeah, ashamed well, to know you. Deep penetration. <laughs> that's not a first that he's been ashamed no, of his own fine. wife. <laughs> it's fine. I remember. I mean, it's, uh, it's... You know what it's like to be ashamed of your wife. <laughs> it's, so, it's so naive. DP is deep. It's naive. Anyways, with all that, we will say Georgina Sparks. Fuck you. Fuck you. Be free and explore. Brought to you by Wickloware. W-I-C-K-L-O-W-Ware. Be free and explore. Other things going on in this, uh, leading up to this final episode, love triangle still happening between Lily, Rufus, and Bart Bass. Okay. Let me stop this. Okay. There is no love triangle because she's not fucking Bart. Yeah. She's just fucking Rufus. So she's just going to get married to Bart Bass because he's rich, but she's in love she's with Rufus. She's fucking his money. Yeah. she's yeah. Like she said, can't have too much money. Ooh, yay. That was actually, oh my God, this is why we're married. That Good was actually point. one of my notes. Oh, cool. You guys synced I up? I said, oh, it's my wedding day. Lily is a dumbass. Yes, correct. Lily forgot at the beginning of, the, of that episode, she fucking forgot. She fucked Rufus the night before her own wedding and completely forgot that she was getting married until the day of her wedding. Yeah, Wild. and she said, not that you can ever have enough money. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. Is that what you say when you're rich? I don't know. I mean, bringing this back full circle, she forgot that she was getting married because Rufus has such a big dick. Oh, I love that. Yeah, full circle. I love that. Corey yeah. makes such a valid point. Yeah, so we're just saying, like, overall, Rufus's just dick size is keeping Lily locked and loaded. Should we transition? In, oh, last thing. Last thing. Um, Chuck and Blair, same old, same old. They're just like fucking around with each other. It's it's a never-ending will they, won't they hook up and then break up. Like it's constant with, with Blair and Chuck. Yeah, but we'll get towards that towards the end because I will tell you that this couple is a Blair and Chuck couple. Your fans? Oh, fuck yeah, we're Yeah, fans. yeah, totally. 100%. Yep, favorites. Yeah. And... And that's honestly like Corey doesn't like most of the shows I watch, but I'm pretty sure that he just wanted to fuck Chuck and Blair together. Would you do a threesome, Corey, with Blair and Chuck? As long as there's no tip touching. I'm all right with it. You guys stay on yeah. separate, yeah, separate ends. Sides. Separate sides. Yeah. We we can, you know, we can touch hands, but no right. balls high five. touching, no you tip can high touching. Five. Yeah. 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 Wait, I would take Blair? <laughs> Oh, no, oh, no, oh. You're not oh, even involved oh. in here. You're not even Sorry, involved. I forgot. Yeah. I'm not even part of the deal. So yeah, I just yeah. watched. No, this is a Chuck Blair story. Yeah, I did, yeah, I did not say not Lauren was in. <laughs> so am I on the camera at this point? Yeah, you can videotape yeah, sure, it. If you feel like being on the camera. Okay, I'll be on the camera. Yeah, oh, she's I the totally camera. will be on the camera. You guys ready to transition to this finale episode, season one? I'm going to transition. Sure. Song time.
starts off, Lily and Bart. No, we already talked about that. Okay, well. No, it starts off with Lily and, and Rufus are in the room yeah, together. Right. And yeah, then they, they realize, and they're like, oh my God, it's my wedding day. Fuck both of you. Fuck both of you. How do you feel about the sociopath move of Lily uh, literally fucking another dude on the eve of her wedding? Um, I, it's a power move. Yeah, she's the alpha, I would say. Oh, 100%. She is the alpha. However, she is still a see you next Tuesday. I don't know what that means. See. Oh. Uh, you. Like, next. Son of a bitch. Tuesday. You said That's it, not I me. Would... I would never say it. I would never say oh. it. Okay, not as this a female. Yeah, Lauren saying. Oh, it. thank God, both of you aren't the fucking stupidest. But um, <laughs> so I. So would Lauren say is that, saying that Lily is a c-word. Yeah, I mean seriously. Like, first of all, she she says to Rufus, she's like, "Oh my God, I can't believe it's my wedding day." Yeah, and it's like, bitch, you know that it was your wedding day. Yeah, like honestly. So when Corey and I had married each other, I didn't know it's my wedding day. I forgot. He was like, "Fuck this." I'm not even going to do this. And then he's like, well, you know, maybe if I'm drunk enough. And then, yep. you know, he got blacked out and he wasn't sure what was happening. But when he came to when he came to the he's ceremony like, was there over was a ring on my finger. And then he's <laughs> I like, don't know how it happened. Fuck, it's too late. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it was a slip, guys. <laughs> so should we play a clip? We haven't played a clip yet. Yeah, let's. Let's play a clip. I honestly want to play this clip because this is like Serena for the first time in the show showing me a little something. And it's when she finds out. Is it her fake tits? It's not her fake tits. She finds out that Georgina, who came back and she's like fucking around with Dan and hooked up with him. Are you talking about the only scene where she actually shows any emotion that she actually seems like she might be an actress for once? Yeah, here it is. I never meant to get in between you two. I swear. Please, it's okay. No, it's not because now she's upset. Yeah, I am. You manipulative psychopath! You have been planning this the whole time! She's lying to you, Dan! Goodbye, Dan. I am telling him everything. That was the first time that I've seen Serena have a pulse in this show. How do we think Serena is a good actress? Okay, I think good? that anything that she's in beyond this might be mediocre. I yes, I think she's been in some stuff. Like she's in the a town. Favor. She's oh, pretty good in the she, town. She's really good in the town. As like a a, a drugged out prostitute, <laughs> and she's pretty good in like that shark movie we've talked about, where she's just like on an island by herself, like trying to escape a shark, and she already got bit by a shark. She's actually pretty good in that too. She's Sounds not like that quality bad. Quality parts. Yeah, it's some some are pretty weak. Okay, but. but a simple favor where she plays like the psycho killer. So so we can agree yeah, that at, outside of Gossip Girl, she's actually pretty good. Any of them are way better outside of Gossip Girl. Like okay, so we so were talking- Dan in you, I've heard is like really good as a serial killer. Oh my killer god, yeah. On Netflix, yeah. Oh, he is so you good as a- like three days. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it yet. Sick, I need to watch like, that. My brother watched it too. Three days is know. like a minimum because he is so good as a serial killer. But like even Nate and the boys, 
Like, he actually is really good. So, you loved him in The Boys. Oh, yeah, The but Boys. But he doesn't so really yeah. have a big part in The Boys. Yeah, no. but I still think that he's you liked him. He's just kind of a douche. I mean, he, that's his, he's whole, the fish his guy. whole part is yeah, be a yeah. fish guy. Yeah. I'd still fuck him. I'd still fuck the fish. Mm. Love that about you. I don't you. know if I'd go cross species, but... Yeah, I love that about her, though. You already did. So, Dan finally catches on to Georgina's bullshit. And with the help of Blair, because like Blair really helps. She's a catalyst. I think we should say like the nickname for Blair should be Catalyst. Honestly, between her and Chuck, if if we ever want to call somebody the power couple of any TV show, any teen drama itself, it is Chuck and fucking Blair. Mm, Above. So you want to take them over like Pacey and Joey? Oh, fuck Pacey and Joey. Oh, my God. You want to take them over Tim Riggins and anyone? Literally. Anyone? Don't even care who was with him? I know him. who you were going to try and I was going to say Lila, but yeah, fuck Lila. Yeah, I knew you don't like Lila, so. Um, Seth and Summer? Oh, fuck yeah. No. No. Did, no. Have you seen that? First of all, have you heard any of the shit that Blair and Chuck say? Chuck's only excuse to anything is... I'm Chuck Bass. God, I love that he does that. Okay. I love when so he does that. You I heard when I want to have sex with him regardless of anything. Did and you? I'm not even like super uber attracted to him, but like when he ever says that, I'm just like, okay. Oh, uh, need I'll an underpant change. I'll take it. But she is just like such an ultra bitch and she has such good lines. Like, I think that that was probably the part that Corey enjoyed the most is how much she was degrading towards people. Corey, you're a big Blair fan, correct? Yeah. I'm getting like a sense that like, Corey, you specifically, yeah, you're into like though a woman that takes charge. I guess so. Okay. I think, uh, sorry, I don't mean to give Lauren credit here right in front of all of us, Mm, but I feel like you're definitely into like someone who like goes out there and has, yeah. Yeah. Type A. Yes. Type A personality. Blair, I think we can say, is very type A personality. And she'll say it like it is. Lauren, type A, says it like it is. Fuck everybody. So do you see some of Lauren in Blair? No, because Blair's... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Blair's wittier. Oh, Blair's wow. more Shots clever. fired. Love really? you. No. Love you. Oh, no. You're not getting sex tonight. <laughs> <laughs> or ever again. Cool, you guys. Hey, can't blame uh, them. Yeah, I'm calling it like it's Usa, too. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So, Don't worry. I got Jill. I like your saying for you, Blair in this show, tops even Serena in the looks department. No. Still saying Serena's more so. attractive, I think but so. you would get with Blair. If you had to choose like a female to be with, what was the uh, um, fuck Mary Kill? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, where'd we net out that. on that? Play that. What where'd we net out for? So we did a Mary Blair. Well, hold on, was it Mary fuck Blair? Mary Kill between Blair, Serena, and oh, I no, think no, no, Vanessa. No. Vanessa, yeah, I killed Vanessa, uh huh, fucked Blair, I, and then you killed or you married Serena. What or, did I? I thought no, you fucked Serena and you married Blair. I thought I did, yeah. I think you yeah, fuck Serena. I, I definitely I, I kill Vanessa right off the bat. Mind blowing. Save your thoughts on her because I want to get into her in a second. But I don't understand. So and you, then you I kill fuck Serena, okay? And then you marry she, Blair. There's there's just no mental stimulation there. 
I mean, we're talking about how terrible of an act- actress she is in the show. But just like just, the fact know. that she has a perfect body, fake boobs, you're into that. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't think. I would differ slightly, but that's because we differ on that's Vanessa. That's because you love Vanessa. Yeah, yeah, I know. And again, so just so we... Which is poor judgment on your part. <laughs> okay. I like so... I like the uh, the hint of ethnicity. But let's face it, when Corey's talking about the boobs, he's also referring to the fact that his wife is like maybe a B or A cup. So Corey wants you to get big fake boobs. Yeah, Maybe. You fake boob guy? I don't know. I'm not into fake boobs. Some we'll touch whatever he can. Eh. Yeah, I get whatever I can. Uh, a serious question: Are you a fake boob guy? Because honestly, I would so much rather have small, natural boobs than like big, huge fake. Boobs. I agree. I, I don't think dudes felt, are really I've into fake, fake boobs. boobs. One time. Oh, you have? Yeah. What yeah, do they feel are. like? They're very strange. How'd you feel? A girl that I was seeing at the really? time. Really? When yeah. was that? before me i know it's before you what what are we talking here high school college no this was 20 this 2013 so post college so yeah fake boob did she have a kid no she was older though why'd she get fake boobs i don't know wait how old were you at the time yeah like 23 yeah and she's she's she was 31 fake boobs at 31 she was she was a bartender at the restaurant I was Deja vu? At. The restaurant <laughs> I was working at. Yeah, <laughs> Hooters? I was I was a bouncer at the Oh, okay. Club. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. It was Lauren, called the I, brass Lauren, ass. Lauren, I, I am way more interested in Corey's relationship with this prior girl than you. You and I <laughs> both. Corey, so, tell me more about God, fake tits. Yeah, hold on. You guys work. This is the most I've heard. Hold on. You work together? You were a, she was a bartender. You're a waiter. I was a waiter at okay. a restaurant. Ass. It was a it was a Ruby restaurant. It was Brass Ass. No, it was Ruby not Tuesday. Brass. It was it <laughs> no, was a Jeff different. Ruby. Carlo Jeff and Johnny. Ruby. Yeah. It was. Oh, I've been there with you guys. I think haven't I? No, but oh. we should. We should go there. Yeah, we it's should. up in your neck of the woods. Yeah. I think. Yeah. So I'll do it. I'll show my vagina. How does that even go down? How do, how do you guys get together? Lauren, can you fuck off? Can we get Lauren to fuck off? (laughs) Lauren, go to the bathroom so we can hear like how Corey hooked up with this waitress with fake boobs. Oh, we 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 started hanging like talking at work and then hanging out and I guess I was just wise beyond my years and Mm -hmm. she was interested in me. We started hanging. I lived. lived, I lived around the corner from her, so I lived over off uh, Woodburn, over in East. East Wanna Hills. Uh-huh. Yeah. She lived down towards Columbia Parkway. Uh-huh. So we were like two minutes away. Stones throw. Exactly. Yeah. We were a stone's throw away. So we started hanging out after work. Okay. So so we get home late. We go to her place, uh-huh. hang out on the balcony, oh, yeah. have some drinks. Oh yeah. And that went on for a while. Yeah. Lauren, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Yeah, you start having drinks. Okay. And, and then just one thing led to another and we started hooking up. So what do fake boobs feel like? Lauren's gone, so now it's just two dudes sitting here in a podcast studio. Very stiff. I, yeah, it's like it's like overcooked meat. It's like oh, tough. Oh, like very well done. Yeah, like sandbaggy, kind of very <sighs> yeah. bags of sand clip. Yeah. yeah, they were nice. You know, when you like you grab a woman's breast and it's and you you feel it and 
it feels like a bag of sand when you're touching it. Bag of sand? What are you you talking about? Have you ever felt a breast before, man? (laughs) Yes. Fucking bags of sand, dude. Legitimately. Yeah, they're not. I mean, I'll I never mean, know. I'll never know. I'm going to go the rest of my life without ever knowing what fake boobs feel like. So oh, I mean, just I, go I, to the curious. nearest strip club and grab a pair of tits and, and get kicked feels. out forever. <laughs> God damn. Should we go? I wasn't a fan. I don't think most dudes are. And that's to only talking with dudes who haven't. Exp- Dude, I've only talked with dudes who just see them. And I think it's jarring to most dudes, like when you just see fake boobs. Mm hmm. Because it's just, like, too high. It's, like, the lack it's, of gravity is is jarring me as, like, a dude. Like, I, well, it's, it's my like, eyes. It's like someone's face. You know, there's yeah. always slight imperfections in you someone's face. You want imperfection, or, or, yeah. you know, body or hands are different sizes. Feet are different sizes. So there's always some imperfection. There's not always... It's not always equal. Yeah. And when someone has you know, work done on their face or fake tits and everything it's, is yeah. perfectly symmetrical, it looks off. It doesn't look right. You know, that's so true. Who's a fucking actor that, I don't know if you've heard this story, but there's like an actor who's like, the reason why he's so attractive, it might be Denzel Washington, I can't remember, but there's like an actor that like I've seen this article on where they're like, this guy is so symmetrical from like the left side to the right side of his face where like you're to your point, most people's faces are a little off. Like Mm -hmm. there's a little tweaks here and there. Like this, this ear is a little lower, whatever. Yep. But like they were looking at this one actor and they were saying like the reason why he pops so much is because he is so symmetrical from one side of his face to the other. Naturally. Not all natural. All natural. Damn. I can't remember if that's Denzel Washington or someone, but someone like that, like a George Clooney or Denzel Washington or some, someone, but damn dude. Anyways. Yeah. Should we go back to the show while, or wait till Lauren comes back and just talk for another 20 minutes on fake boobs? Well, I mean, we can talk about fake boobs (laughs) when she comes back. She'll just take over the microphone anyway. Okay. Let's get back to the show then while she's gone. Let's insert a song in here because we need to go to a wedding. And to do that, we're going to get a little MGMT time to pretend in. I don't know if you've seen... For me, I've seen a lot of teen drama shows. I haven't. I know. What I can tell you as a staple in a lot of these teen drama shows is the end of season one in the finale. So many times there's like a wedding that is the joining of two unions that should not be together. Is that just to create controversy at the end of the season? Like I don't understand why that would be a staple in a drama. I think so. Like, I think of the OC, there was a wedding between Julie Cooper and uh, Caleb Nichol, which was actually very similar. It was a very young female and then the old, crusty, rich, white dude. And everyone was mad because it was essentially like she's marrying for money versus love. And then to your point, we now have like a cliffhanger at the end of season one where you have to come back to see like, 
fuck. She didn't get with Rufus. Yeah, but there's so many other things that you could use as a cliffhanger or some sort of defining ending than a wedding. I, it just seems odd that they're all using the same mechanism. Material. Yeah. 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 I think what I've realized and watched, because, dude, I've... They're now, all the same. I've, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've now done, like, over 90 podcasts on teen drama, and the through line to me is there's these certain tropes that are tried and true mm-hmm. that like everyone uses. There's always like the kid from the wrong side of the tracks, like the poor kid coming into the rich world. Those pores. The pores. <laughs> there's always that. There's always um, like a body of water. There's always a body of water. That's like very integral to the setting and like the, of the show and, mm-hmm. and everything. The parents. The parents are always in the fucking mix. In this show, Gossip Girl, I'm pretty sure every parent has hooked up with each other. Well, not only that, but they've also hooked up with uh, people that their kids have hooked up with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I said, everyone's Eskimo brothers or Eskimo sisters. Yeah. So everyone's hooking up left and right. That's another <laughs> true. <laughs> everyone just fucked. So spe- we all know everyone fucks. Speaking of fucked out parents. Nate's dad, who's been coked out for this entire first season. Lauren's back. (laughs) I've been back, bitches. So we were just talking about how fucked out the parents are in this show. And now I want to transition into Nate's dad, Nate's coked out dad. And (laughs) the reason I'm bringing him up is because I have not done a Ryan Phillippe on this entire Gossip Girl show because I wanted to wait till the final episode to give my final nominees for the Ryan Phillippe Practice Hero Award of the Week. It's easy to sum it up. We just talk about practice. We sitting here, we in here talking about practice. We talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. We talking about practice, man. Practice. I mean, how silly is that? So I'll just help Corey real quick. Oh, thank God. Ryan Phillippe. It's like an inside joke on this pod. We watched. Um, I know what you did last summer, and just noticed that Ryan Phillippe was acting so like doing so much like every time he was on the screen it could just be like ryan phillippe coming into a scene and being like hey guys what's up and he'd be like hey guys what's up like he just he's so over the top on everything like my wife like your wife and so on this podcast we came up with a ryan phillippe practice hero award where we will nominate people who are just doing way too fucking much you know, you know, like when you were growing up, the dudes in practice who are just like going a hundred oh. miles per hour. Yeah, that's Ryan Phillippe. I, <laughs> I had to look up who he was. He's in the what the fuck is that movie? And Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions has yes. to be done on this pod. Still has yeah. not been done on this pod. That has that to is be the done. only. So I, I will admit, I do like that movie, Cruel well, Intentions. Oh, maybe dude. we we know who needs to do cruel intentions with you. Yeah, I'll put Corey down. We'll I, fully... I refuse to come back unless she's not here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We need to really bro out without Lauren here cock blocking the fuck out of us. Oh, I can't wait for that episode. Well, actually, it's like two women talking. Right, it's like a two women two talking gals, here. Just a couple gals talking in a podcast studio. Yeah. Okay, hold this on. Is... 
This let's is fucking Ellen the show. Let's do Ryan Phillippe nominees for the entirety of Gossip Girl. Nominee number one. So, Lauren and Corey, you guys here, I have five nominees for all of Gossip Girl. I'm going to list them. You guys tell me when you hear these five who you think did way too much, way too much of these five to where whenever they're on the screen, they're the number one draft pick of like, dude, do less. Trying too hard. hard. Yes. Number one, Nate's dad. Always in rehab. He's going back and forth. And there's one egregious scene where he actually gets caught with cocaine and blames his own son for getting caught with cocaine. So Nate's dad is one. Number two is Eric Vanderwoodson, the little fucking bitch. His height makes no sense to me. It'll never make sense. Everyone in his family, all the females are over 5'9", and Eric's coming in at 5'1 as a full-grown adult male. Doesn't make any fucking sense. When you say that Eric might have the biggest dick in this show, my dick retracts into my body. Uh, Number three, Blair's lackey friends. That's all inclusive. All of of her friends. Combined or they're they're just one They're one. They're one unit. Four, Blair's little man stepdad who comes into the picture later. Cyrus, yes. You can't hate on Cyrus. Fuck him. Just because he's Jewish? Are you trying to, like, shit on Jews to two Jews? Yes, just because he's Jewish. Number five, Jenny Humphrey. She's Done. Game over. (laughs) Game over. She wins. All right, so Nate's dad, Eric, Blair's friends as a unit, Blair's little man dad, Cyrus, or Jenny Humphrey of those five, who do you think gets the Ryan Phillippe Practice Hero Award? Jenny Humphrey. (laughs) No question. All right. Honestly, Jenny, she one always vote, one vote for Jenny. Lauren, you same no, place. No, 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 no. Mine's like ten votes. It's ten vo- done. Ten votes yeah, for Jenny. Honestly, I won't lie with Corey. Like, here's the thing. Jenny Humphrey, she has this thing where she doesn't. Uh, oh, literally, Corey only wrote say, that. What, what did what did I write? Corey only wrote that Jenny equals skank. Oh, like yeah. he wrote five notes and that was one of them. Love that. First yeah. of all, Jenny looks like a co-core in every scene. And what's beyond the, that? Is it, are we, more, do we hate more, her more. voice? Is it her voice? Oh my God. Well, the crazy thing is that she's actually a singer. Wait, what? she sings? Yeah. yeah. Like what? Later on? No, she, no, she is actually a, a singer oh, in, real in life? a band. Yeah. Oh. Like Coke jingles? In real life. In real life. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, she has a band. That's she quit so weird. She quit being an actress. <laughs> to be in a band. I'm gonna look it up. Taylor Momsen. American singer, songwriter, model, and former actress. You're totally right. She is known So I hope it's not her voice if she went into singing. Uh, oh my god. She is known for being the front woman of the American rock band The Pretty Reckless. I never said she was in a popular band. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> uh, that that She's name though sounds So you've heard, you've totally heard this. Yeah. 
Corey's emo. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, so no, we're that's, saying that's, that's, she's that's rock. That's not she had a better uh, music career than yeah, I guess she had a better go at uh, singing than the pretty than reckless. Acting. The pretty reckless. Yeah. Hey, actually, that gives me more like I'd say more points for Jenny Humphrey. Honestly, the fact that she's doing that because she actually did kind of sound good in that song. <laughs> she <laughs> so, didn't sound like a fucking coke horse. She what doesn't is sound your fixation with her being a coke horse. She didn't do any of the drugs. She just sold them. Um. Okay. So we're gonna give it to Jenny though. <laughs> Still, the Ryan Phillippe award by a large margin. Because who cares that she's uh, become like a very successful musician after the show? Doesn't matter. Her acting is her. Yeah, her acting is way over the top. Her acting sucks, and she is way over the top. Biggest practice and hero. And she's just annoying on the show. Jenny Humphrey She's get a whiny crybaby bitch. Fuck her. Back to the show. Nate punches his dad because his dad is trying to like get a passport to like bail on his family again. Nate's dad completely sucks, as we've already discussed. And a bag of cocaine, let's face it. Well, I mean, come on. He did know he was going to jail. He did. He, so he did. are you going to sit there and go to pound me in the ass prison or are you going to try to escape i think it makes he's got the money why not it makes sense that he wants to bail but it's just weird that he leaves it he's cool leaving his family that's like the weird part to me like he was like yeah i fucked up and so now i'm just gonna like leave my wife and son and like hey enjoy you guys like I, that that's the only part that seemed weird to me was that he was just so cool flying down to Puerto Rico and just never seeing his son and wife again. His virgin butthole is greater than his family. I guess that's where we net out. Yeah. Yeah. The butthole is a he little more sacred. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. He had one kid. That was his, his greatest achievement. This is where though Nate is dating Vanessa and so we should have the Vanessa conversation. I am curious what it is. I think you mentioned when we were watching it that she's like pretentious or what was it? She's an asshole. It's a combination of things. So I think she she has too much of the like the hippie kind of flower. She's power alternative. Kind of, it's not the alternative. It's like, but I mean, like she looks like some of the people that we saw in Colorado. So like, it okay. So for instance, like when you're in Colorado, like too extremely. Like out there, like they're strange alternative views on things. On like everything, like she thinks you know, like you said, pretentious. She thinks she's better than everybody else, but stoops to the same levels that they do. It's a good point. She's just as manipulative. She's just yeah. as vindictive. You know, and she acts all high and mighty, just like Dan does. I know. I was gonna say, I gave last podcast. I gave Dan the MCITW the worst award of the week because of that. Because he was a pretentious prick, and it's weird because it's like in this show, why are the most pretentious smug people the poor people who don't have any money or and, and they me. have no reason to be smug and pretentious? Those pores, fucking pores. Dan Humphrey is a poor. So, so is Vanessa. What's her name? Abrams. Well, Abrams, let's put sorry. it in perspective. I can't even remember. They are poor in comparison. Yeah, they all make their families make over six I figures mean, a year. Hell, easy. Rufus lives in a huge yes. loft in New York City. I don't yeah. call. He's, I wouldn't say they're poor by any means. No. but in comparison, when we say he's poor, yeah, we mean he may he probably makes three hundred k a year, and by comparison <laughs> to Bart Bass, who's a billionaire, he's yeah. a poor. <laughs> By the way, 
I have not talked to Corey about this at all. This is literally like just him on the fly. He hasn't even like heard us talk about the whole concept of the fact that Rufus Humphrey lives in a loft that's literally worth six figures. Oh, really? Money. You haven't even heard that on the pod? No. Oh, yeah, because we've talked about that so many times. Like, he that loft has to be an $8 million loft. Well, you see how fucking big that thing is. And it's in New York. Like, right. It, where, it doesn't where, matter where in New York it is. Brooklyn. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't matter. He's, and what? what yeah. when did this show come out? 2007. Eight. Well, that was actually. It right wasn't in the like Brooklyn wasn't a crash. thing back then. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not like it's 1999 or anything. People yeah, were like still so moving to Brooklyn in, two, in that time. The Nets had already moved from New Jersey to Brooklyn because Brooklyn was such like they right. built that new stadium yeah. there. So come on, yeah. no one's kidding themselves here. That fucking place was expensive. Yeah, yeah. no, I know. Um, so where we all net out is. I agree with you in the attitude department on Vanessa. But you think she's the hottest out of the three. Yes. Okay, so physically. Physically. But I agree with you that like she is cut from that same pretentious smug cloth as Dan, and I hate that. And I don't know why the people who aren't the richest in the town are the most pretentious. Well, it's I think, weird. I think because but the rich just, you know, they don't give a fuck. They just know they are. Rich. Yeah, they are what they are, and yeah. they don't give a shit. Dan and Vanessa, they care more about it's like a napoleon complex yeah exactly they're trying to put on a face but they're actually doing the same shit hypocrites yeah exactly fucking hypocrites i know i what do you think about her just from a so i think she's not my type yeah from a looks department that's my speed like i am very into i am very much into like the tinge of ethnicity tan dark complected whereas i feel like that's just not your jam no. Not your jam. No. He's saying white. white Pasty Teresa. white. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa. Pale Teresa? ghost white. Yeah. If you want to know what white looks like, just look at a piece of paper and that's almost close to the color that I am. <laughs> but so, Darkest Vanessa. Don't worry, it'll be okay. So, so let's talk about Vanessa, though, really quickly. Okay. Yeah. So, Vanessa, my number one thing about her, first of all, when she's like, Way no, too hold, many on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Outside of that, I got where Corey stands on Vanessa. Where do you stand on her looks wise? Looks wise, she's okay. That gap tooth. See, I'm very think, big about the teeth. Okay, I think that's like kind of just a differentiator. It's like a little gap in the middle, a little bit of a differentiator. I gotta be honest, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I just wasn't even looking at her. I wasn't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm very big on I'm just so disgusted. I'd turn my head, turn away. I don't know why, but like I've always, maybe because like my grandfather is a she, dentist. Does she have a gap in the middle? Yeah, she has a pretty big gap. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's big enough that I would it's notice. It's big enough that I would notice. Well, you're, you seem to be biased. You overlook it. Come on. <laughs> yeah. You already admitted it. I looked it. at her body Listen. and the rest of her yeah. face, and I totally didn't notice. Listen, I saw her... In Shameless, and listen, I'd fuck oh, her in Shameless. That's what I'm saying. We talked about that. Her in Shameless. Oh, fuck yeah, I'd sh- fuck her in Shameless. But, I mean, now looking at her in Gossip Girl, eh. Okay, so you were a fan of Vanessa in Shameless, not a fan of her in this show. Got it. Okay. It- should we now go, should we zag and go to the final song of this show? Which was just amazing. 
for cutie just hitting on all cylinders i mean death cab in teen drama shows so i know Corey, you didn't see the oc but death cab on the oc was like a staple and god he knows his way around a falsetto are you a death cab guy no i i, I listen to him i love not, not die hard you know what I mean, it is it was in the mix of stuff that i listened to back in the day for me, it, it's two-pronged. One, it's, as we just mentioned, it's a staple of teen drama, especially the OC where Death Cab is just all over it. So I'm so emotionally connected to so many Death Cab songs because they played at, like, big emotional crux scenes for me in these TV shows. But I think, two, if you've ever had a bad breakup in high school, college, whatever, Death Cab is, like, a real good, like, breakup band yeah. for your psyche when that song is playing how, how ominous of a song is that for like a wedding dance like that was a slow dance at a oh, wedding fuck that if that was at our wedding honestly nobody would have gotten up and danced i know that i just kept thinking that i was like god damn they're playing that song like and the eyes like at a fucking wedding it was like is this a funeral holy shit so do you think that was a strategic move by like the producers of the show because they were like we want this to see we're gonna play this super depressing death cab song so that the audience feels like it's a fucking funeral not a wedding or just in the kind of think about what's to come you know yeah foreshadow kind of get the thoughts like an ominous foreshadow yep Lauren's out. Yeah. It's just two guys now. That's okay. We'll, I, we'll I talk agree. about tits tomorrow. Yeah. I'm still here, guys. I, I, I agree 100%. I think it was just a full-on foreshadow yep. of things to come. All right. I just want to go to the final scene with Chuck because holy shit. Yes. We got a final a tour de force of talk about like things to come with chuck and blair chuck and blair are supposed to go away for the summer they're supposed to like go take a trip to monaco who knows and at the last minute bart his dad says this bullshit to chuck which makes him like rethink if he should actually go with blair and travel with her for the summer that is going to change everything but that's a good thing son Having a real girlfriend will force you to learn about responsibility, sacrifice, being faithful, taking into account somebody else's feelings, not just your own. Feelings. All the partying, the women. You will come back from this summer a new man. Take my word for it. 
whispering in his, in his ear, fucking ear, ominously. To me, that was a horrific move for Bart Bass because it's like, dude, you know your son is hanging on like by a thread on this shit, and like he knows exactly what to say to his son to get him to like get all riled up and like fucking bounce. Yeah, he's you know? trying to make him into a man. It's just a weird move. It's a weird fucking it's a move. power move. It's a Bart Bass power move. Yeah, so I just don't... Bad parenting. Bad parenting. Not in his eyes. Not in his eyes. Okay, dude. Lauren has left because, to be quite honest, Lauren is really drunk. And <laughs> She's had a couple too many. Like Lauren, I said, Lauren we all know who's driving home tonight. Lauren has left the podcast studio. Now it's two dudes sitting here. You've seen the show all the way through, correct? Yes. Let's just give a spoiler alert. Kids, if you're not interested in hearing how this whole show ends, bounce now. Because we only covered season one, but right now at the end of part five of the Gossip Girl Pods, we are going to go into how the entire show ends. So spoiler alert is being given. Okay, Corey S. One. Blair and Chuck. What happens with Blair and Chuck? They get married. They have a kid. In the series? At the end? Yeah. The very really? end, the last episode, there's a flash forward of five years. Oh, uh, okay. See where everyone is. Okay. And this, again, they're still on again, off again, all the way through the series all up until six. the very last episode. But they end up together? But they end up married. With a kid. Okay. And they have a kid. Good. I'm glad that I mainly just want to know, do they end up together? Yes. Okay. So we, we see in like season two that Bart Bass dies, but then you were telling me, spoiler alert again, he actually doesn't die and he comes back, right? He faked his death. Yeah. It's more dark Bart Bass bullshit. Trickery. Yeah. So he's, you know, involved in some illegal oil sales and to get the feds off his tail, he fakes his own death. Mm-hmm. He hides out for a while. Eventually, Chuck finds out. He lies and says that there was an attempt on his life and he had to go into hiding. <clears throat> so Chuck tries to figure out who killed, who was trying to kill his dad. God, he, he wow. on another guy. Well, then it, it, comes, it out. comes out that it, Bart was doing it on purpose. Chuck tries to destroy him. By trying to find the evidence to put him in jail, eventually it culminates into them on a rooftop. Chuck punches Bart in the face. Bart charges Chuck and oh my god, goes flying over. Well, not flying, but falls over the edge of a skyscraper building. What? It's holding on the edge. Oh my god! And then eventually you see him it climbs up. L- no, he loses grip, falls. Chuck, oh. Chuck doesn't help him, and so he's. He's oh, dead. Lion death. King style? Yeah. Holy shit. Fuck. So Bart stays evil. He didn't kill himself. Comes back. Chuck and him have some shit. He could save his dad. And then he just Scar versus Mufasa and Lion King and lets him die. He basically finds out his father's lying to him again. And he basically destro- tries to destroy him because he was trying to destroy. Oh, my God. Chuck. Fuck. And then we also, didn't we find out that Bart is actually not Chuck's dad? Yeah. It's his 
Jack. Uncle Jack. Uncle Jack is his dad. Who in real life has to be only like seven years older than the actor Ed Westwick who plays Chuck is actually his dad. I guess that's what you call cradle robbing. Oh my God. So so it turns out that Chuck, who kills Bart Bass, it's actually not his dad. It's Jack. Jack's his dad. Jack's he his... didn't kill his own dad. Yeah. Okay. And then the biggest, the biggest spoiler of the whole show, which has been... I've known this spoiler, and so when I've been going back and watching this show... I think most people do at this point. I think they do. But when I've been going back and watching this show, it's weird to watch it through the lens of, I know who Gossip Girl is. Right. So, go ahead and spoil it for the kids. After we get through all six seasons of Gossip Girl, who do we find out is actually Gossip Girl? Mr. Dan Humphrey. Mr. Dan Humphrey. Wild. 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 I just, I can't, when you know that and you're watching like season one, two, and three back and you're seeing like him slam himself or like him, him bring up rumors of like lonely boy is getting, that's Dan. Well, it's, it's interesting. You knowing who it is. Trying to figure out where and when and how he's, he's in the positions it. he's in to do it. Right. He's he's amongst the group as these posts are coming out. He's finding the information out at the same time. It, yeah. It's just it's very odd. How you know, where is he finding the time to and, post this stuff? Yeah. I mean it's and a lot of them fucked him over. Right. That, that was what right. I kept looking back on is like. He kept having these posts that would like really fuck him with Serena. Like there's it would, some stuff that you might not even come back from. It, like, yeah, so like, damning that, like him hooking up with another girl, or right. like him getting with Vanessa while he's dating Serena, or like all these things. To your point, where it's like, if uh, he's going that, after Serena, you know, through the very end, you know, the whole time, some of the stuff that he leaked. Could have destroyed that entirely. And this is my question to you is, if you're Gossip Girl, it's human nature that you're going to let how you want the narrative to unfold, that bias, has to shape the stories that you're posting. It's human nature. It would have to shape it. So for him to just stay completely like unbiased, and he even posts stories that could, like you said, damn his entire relationship with Serena... It's hard for me to believe that whoever Gossip Girl was, was not letting that bias control the tone and essentially the side of the narrative. Right. And there's there's also self-preservation there yeah. where you're not going to put out something so hurtful to yourself that, you know, it could ruin everything. No. And, and he does that. I mean, he has no regard for himself. On what happens on the other side and just it doesn't lead you to believe that it's him because exactly. he's the last person you would think that it was you know what i would be looking for honestly if you ever seen the sixth sense yes so you know how in the sixth sense another massive spoiler alert but honestly if you haven't seen the sixth sense get fucked what are you doing with your life <laughs> in the sixth sense when it eventually that came out at the end of like okay it's oh, i see dead people he's yeah clip I see dead people. Famous clip. When it comes out like, oh, Bruce Willis is 
actually dead. And then they flash back to like, oh, him at the restaurant. He went to get grab the check, but the wife just grabbed it in front of him. Mm -hmm. There was all these things that like when you found out he was actually dead, all these things clicked in your head to where you were like, oh, shit. Oh, that's my problem with Gossip Girl is I find out that Dan is Gossip Girl. Not one thing clicked in my head of like. Oh, yeah. Remember that one time that like Dan bounced because I, I knew I was like, where's Dan? He's always oh, he's, now I know there he are was no writing timings the that would yeah, explain nothing. Any of it. There's nothing that you can point back. The to. only thing would be the videotape. And again, this is deeper into the seasons. Dan actually loses Gossip Girl. Oh, so he loses the website, the passwords, everything. So he's. For a period of time, he's not Gossip Girl. Oh. Who jumps in? Georgina takes over for a period. And then Serena, Georgina gives it to Serena, and Serena is Gossip Girl. When is this? Like season six? This is, yeah, five, six. They're really scrounging for (laughs) storylines. They're really trying to to put stuff on paper. Slim pickings on storylines. Oh, shit. We got to change things up a little bit. But there's a part in there where they're at, it's a secret underground sex club. For rich guys. Uh-huh. And Serena takes the laptop there because they're trying to... F- they're, oh, okay. This is the, the scene where they that where Chuck finds out yeah. his dad's alive. And Serena brings the Gossip Girl laptop with her. Uh-huh. And Dan sneaks in and steals it back. But Nate, <sighs> trying to figure out who Gossip Girl is, has the videotape of him. Of so Dan? it's just... Yeah, it's just some shady person in a hoodie ruffling through people's stuff, grabbing the laptop and leaving. Which is just weird because it's like, but all this shit's online. Why does it matter right. if you have the fucking physical but laptop? But that's the only piece of evidence when you find out it's Dan that you can go back and say, oh, that video, and that, that person and in the hoodie late, yeah. looks like Dan. Okay, so then this to me, to me tells me that the show had no idea who it was going to be. Who it was going to be no. until the very end. Yeah. If the only shit that they have, like we're talking about the sixth sense, the only clips that they could go back to and show you is a clip that happened like season six, season six of Dan in a hoodie stealing a laptop. If yeah. that's the only evidence that they have as a show, that to me means they had they, no idea who it was going to be. It was this random elusive character. Yeah. And they've, probably randomly decided in season, the end of season five, yeah. one of the characters needs to be Gossip Girl. Who's yeah. it going to be? Yeah, Who's the most logical yeah. character? Well, Dan's a writer. Yep. And they and didn't they do it where they're like, he's an outsider who th- he was trying, trying to fit trying, in. Yeah. And so the way for him to fit in Just was write like, himself in. Yeah, like, hey, look, name of this podcast, Vicarious Living. He The only way for him to get in was to live, live vicariously. vicariously through the rich people. Through his writing through his writing and gossip about all their and, shit. And they said it at, you know, again, after they f- probably figured out who it was going to be, he was writing himself into their so, lives yeah, because there's no other way he's going to fit in. Yeah. So, I'm here's where I net out. I'm fine with it actually being Dan. So those reasons, he's a writer, he's he wanted to write himself into the story of the rich people. Yeah, he always wanted I to get fit it. in. I'm I'm in. I, I that to me makes total sense. My issue is, where are the breadcrumbs along right. the way? Yeah. Give me the fucking breadcrumbs along the way to where when you announce in season six, there's that it's an actually Dan. Moment. Yeah. I'm yeah. going, oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I'd never had there's that. Nothing. No, there's nothing. Yeah, dude. Fuck. Damn. Damn, damn, damn. This is why, for me, Gossip Girl, I know it's tops for you, but... Well, well let's let... I know, you have, you Tops have, out of, like, you have only seen two none. shows. <laughs> I just don't... I never got into teen dramas. I watched One Tree Hill... Love that. ...with my... So good. ...girlfriend at the time. Fake titties? No. <laughs> <laughs> not, she did not have fake titties. No, I One Tree Hill's amazing, honestly. But she made me watch that with her. But that's really the only... Okay, so two things. One, One Tree Hill is... We were talking about when we were watching this show. Shows that actually like get better as time goes on. One Tree Hill is in that camp of like... Seasons three through six of One Tree Hill are fucking fire. Like, amazing. Whereas the first couple seasons are like, eh. Mm-hmm. But like that's a show that actually gets better as time goes on. Same with Dawson's Creek. My second point is, I was also telling you this, you need to get into Friday Night Lights. Well, like I said, I've watched... Okay, so I haven't you watched need it from to, beginning to end, yeah, that's but I've watched a lot of episodes. See, Lauren will start a show, and then I'll start watching in the middle. Mm-hmm. Either in the middle of the first season or maybe into the second season, and then I'll start watching. Yeah. So, so you need to again, go I'm beginning. missing the beginning stuff. Especially that's, like with Friday Night Lights. That's what but you I need. But I did like what I saw. If you started, if you jumped in in the middle and liked what you saw, if you started at the very beginning, dude, you'll fucking all in. Coronavirus quarantine 2020, this is your time. This is your time to get into Friday Night Lights. <laughs> to catch up on all these shows that I haven't <laughs> yeah. seen. All right, dude, let's end this thing. Let's wrap it up. I was just going to throw this to Lauren initially, but because she's so blacked out and <laughs> probably passed out downstairs, I'm going to throw it to you. Just go off, like, from your gut, MVP of entire Gossip Girl series. Not just this finale episode. Your MVP. entire MVP, whatever most valuable player means to you, best character in the show, who do you say is cream of the crop? I'm Chuck Bass. I personally don't know if it could go to anyone else. If you had said anyone <laughs> the, else, <laughs> the best. If you had I, said anyone I else, mean, I would have been confused. The one-liner is all you need. And who are you? I'm Chuck Bass. It's got to be Chuck Bass. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. I honestly, I was so worried because this is now the fifth Gossip Girl podcast, and on the first three, Chuck Bass did not win an MVP, and I was like getting really nervous because I was like, Wait, "Here's what you got to remember too: one. beginning of season one, Chuck was like full on attempting rape on like everyone yeah. in the cast. He was dark, dark. He was a super dark." character yeah so it made sense that he wasn't getting the first couple mvps (laughs) he's not really getting the trophy there but that honestly that he's now gotten the last mvp podcast four and podcast five which to me shows it it syncs up perfectly with the actual show where he he redeems himself yeah just chuck bass equals very much redemption Yeah. yeah well let's wrap it there I'm so glad you guys came on. Or I should just say you came on. Lauren was... What's that? In and out. (laughs) She browned out. What's that shit where you're like three... 
three shits to the wind. Three, or three sheets to the wind. <laughs> three sheets. To the wind. <laughs> three shits to the wind. Lauren was three shits to the wind tonight. <laughs> Uh, she was here in spirit, though. But what we will say tonight on this final Gossip Girl podcast is we're going to tell those kids, kids, you tuck on it. You have a very good night's sleep, kids. And Corey. Clear eyes, full hearts. Do less, kids. Do way less. You can follow us on Instagram at Vicarious Living Podcast and listen to all of our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. You know you found us when you find a picture of Pat and I sitting on a couple rocks overlooking the vast landscape that is Laguna Beach. Steven's there, just not pictured. Steven and Elsie, both there, just not pictured.